you're listening to Crud Talk, a ministry of Fifty Shades of Grace. Everybody's got a story. I'm guessing like me, you've been hurt before. But what if I told you there was more to this life than being stuck in the hurt and sin of your past? Hey, we all have crud, but it's how we deal with it that makes all the difference. Today's episode is brought to you by a generous sponsor like you. We thank you for your gift, which allows us to share hope and continue to help people deal with the crud in their lives. We all have crud. It's how you deal with it that makes all the difference. So thank you. Welcome to Crud Talk. I'm Sonia Bruner. My ministry is called Fifty Shades of Grace, and my website is sonyabruner.com. Sometimes I forget to tell you guys that. So how are you doing? I'm doing great. We are in the deep freeze right now, but the sun is shining, and I'm feeling great today. I hope you are feeling the presence of Jesus today in your life. So I got this um, message from someone. I want to read this. It's pretty intense, so just right up at the get-go, there's some pretty intense stuff today so just be warned about that i just got done reading your story and i had a few things to say to you (laughs) when when a comment starts with that y'all it's probably an interesting one right first i want to say that i can't imagine how anyone could survive those things and still be able to function in a world where everyone is out for themselves just the physical pain of being raped and beaten alone is unbearable Then you add in the abandonment and betrayal of your mother, and it's incomprehensible. You should hate people, but you love people, and it shows. Your smile is infectious, and you remind me of a fierce warrior who knows who she is and has nothing to fear and nothing to lose. I wouldn't mess with you. (laughs) To put it mildly, Sonia, you are one bad gluteus maximus. (laughs) Your story opened up some wounds for me. I'm struggling in my marriage, and here's why. I was sexually abused by my father. There, I said it. And I was too ashamed to tell my husband because when I tried to tell my mother, she called me a liar. I was devastated by this and left home to live with my grandmother. I was young, and I wanted someone to love me. I got involved with an older man, and he introduced me to the world of adult entertainment. That's right. I was a stripper. You probably feel sorry for me, but don't. It gave me power. Not only did it provide the money I needed to take care of my grandmother, it gave me the power over the opposite sex that I feel like I always craved. Men wanted me, but they couldn't have me unless I said so. My grandmother ended up passing away, and she left me her house. I put myself through college as a promise to her, and that's where I met my husband. We were married a year later. He's an amazing man, but he didn't know what I used to do. and I never told him because I was scared that he wouldn't want me anymore. We were at a concert, and my worst nightmare came true. All of a sudden, I was face-to-face with the man who got me into stripping with his arm around a girl that I used to strip with. There they were, all my horrible choices, my worst shame and regret, and there was nothing that I could do to hide my past. Can you imagine, you guys? I was face to face with my worst mistake, and there I was staring at my husband's eyes, filled with suspicion and anger. I knew that it was over. I saw it on his face. I heard him. He didn't say a word. He just shut me out. Things started to unravel from there. I didn't know what to do. I felt hopeless. One day I was talking to a lady that I work with, and she told me about your website. First of all, I want to kill the man who hurt you. 
but your own mother beating you and blaming you for what her boyfriend did to you, that's cold. I know how that feels because my mom blamed me and didn't believe me. I needed my mother more than ever and she didn't help me. She made me feel like I did something to deserve what my father did to me. That has stayed with me all this time, but the truth is you did nothing to deserve what happened to you. Either did I. That man wanted you scared, so you do what he says and not tell anyone. Your mother wanted you to feel shame. He wanted you to feel like you had no one and that you would never be loved. She wanted you dead. That was a hard part for me to read because I kept trying to put myself in your position, and the pain of that was too much for me to understand. I'm sure you used to spend much time convincing yourself that you somehow deserved less because of him and because of your mother, but it's not true, Sonia. I don't know if you have any idea how much your courage is helping all of us who are trapped in our fear. You are strong, Sonia. Why? Because you survived everything they did to you. He used you. She tried to grind you into nothing and you survived. He took away your humanity and wanted you to feel like no one loved you. You survived. You did what you had to do and then you got yourself out of there when you could. And you did all of this as a kid. You underestimate yourself. Strength is in enduring. I've heard that somewhere. It's waking up every day and facing the pain knowing you'll do it again and again for as long as you have to. There are a lot of ways to give up, Sonia, but what hit me about your story was you didn't choose any of them. You kept yourself alive long enough to get away. As I continued to read, I have to admit I found myself getting angry because it was like you were saying it's okay what happened because of religion. I thought that you should hate them for what they did instead of you you forgave them. I hated my father. I hated my mother for not standing up for me. And then it clicked. You're like a superhero. I know they're not real, but you are real and it all clicked. It's Jesus. I believe that your faith is your superpower. It's what has allowed you to know who you are and who you belong to. It was Jesus who gave you that superpower to forgive because there's no way anyone could do that on their own. He's why you have so much strength because you know that you are loved. I wanted that. I wanted that more than I've ever wanted anything in my life. I listened to the part where you shared how you asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life. I went back about more than like three times to make sure I knew what to do. I had to let you know, I just prayed and asked Jesus to save my life. I'm trusting that he is who you say he is. But somehow, Sonia, my heart knows that it's true. I believe that he has forgiven me and I'm finally free of the shame and the hatred from my past. I want to thank you. In fact, I'd love to give you a hug and tell you to keep going. Keep going, Sonia. It's too important to this world where so many people don't know who Jesus is. Look at me. I didn't even know anything about Jesus, and now I know him. So please don't stop. I don't know what will happen with my husband, but he deserves my honesty about all of this. Will you pray for me as I tell him so I know the words to say and that he would still love me anyway? Oh, thank you, Sonia. Wow, right? Oh my goodness, y'all. So I have some thoughts. Of course I do. Number one, all of us have sinned. All of us have sinned. Some of us have made choices with higher consequences than others. But make no mistake, I'm sure all of us have done things in our past that if we were to come face to face with our worst mistakes, we would be mortified. I've never been a stripper and I'm thinking the world is giving shouts of hallelujahs because ain't nobody got time for that. But seriously, 
I've done horrible things in my life. I've hurt others. And worst of all, I've hurt Jesus with my sin. What would be a grave mistake would be to compare what sins we've done in our past with the sins others have done in theirs. We must not do this. That's why Jesus said all sin is bad. Some sins have harsher consequences than others, but it's all bad. Remember, I always say I'm not better than anyone, but I'm not worse either. Number two, you can't hide anything from your spouse. You might think, well, they don't need to know that part of my life, but what if you come face to face with your past like she did? If you keep things from the person that you're supposed to love the most, what does that say about your love for that person? I believe you can't love what you can't trust. Somebody needs to hear that today. You can't love what you can't trust because it isn't real if you can't trust them. Communication is critical, you guys. If you can't be all of who you are with your spouse, if you're engaged and you're in a relationship with somebody and you're contemplating marriage and you feel like there's parts of you you can't share with them, don't marry them. If Jesus can forgive you, so should your spouse. All of us have made mistakes. Pray and ask Jesus if you need to be honest about some things that you've kept hidden from your spouse. But remember that you also need to give grace and mercy when your spouse comes to you and shares something from their past with you. I'm not saying that you can't feel mad. You know you're going to be mad and probably really hurt. But for the sake of your marriage, tell the truth and trust Jesus to heal the situation. How would you feel if they kept things from you? The part where she said, I was face to face with my worst mistake and there I was staring at my husband's eyes filled with suspicion and anger. I knew it was over. I saw it on his face. I heard him. He didn't say a word. He shut me out. Oh, you guys, my heart was hurting for her because I can't imagine looking at Rick and seeing that. I know that there are many of you who have secrets that you've kept from your spouse. Maybe you have not felt safe to share that part of you with your spouse. Maybe you've had examples of why not to share things with people because they might use it against you or shove it in your face every chance they get. That is not the way that Jesus treats us. If you are in a marriage that has not been safe to share the hard stuff with each other, my encouragement to you is to ask Jesus to help you be honest and that he would allow your relationship to be the place where you both feel safe. And then go get help. Like right now, do it for you. Do it for them. Do it for your family. Do it now and have the courage to trust that Jesus is the one in charge and can handle anything. It takes trust to share ourselves with others. It's not easy. Oh my goodness, it's not easy, but it's worth it. Number three, deal with your crud. How many times have I read the stories from people who refuse to deal with their crud only to have it manifest out into their lives in a negative way by the choices and the responses to the hard things that have happened in their life? This person didn't deal with her crud and she lived in guilt, fear of being found out, and shame. Satan wants us to keep these things hidden in the dark. That way we are always stuck. So many things could be different if we would just deal with our crud. As life happens, crud will continue to happen. We can't avoid or deny or ignore or worse, hold on to the crud. We've got to deal with the crud for as long as it takes for us to not have it control any of our responses in life. You can refuse to deal with it. That's true. That's your choice. But make no mistake, if you don't deal with the crud, it will deal with you some way, somehow. So let me stop here and talk about this. When we've been hurt by a person that we trusted, like a parent, I'm talking about a parent, that's a betrayal that affects us more than we think it can. 
In my story, so many people who should have known better but didn't do better by me did crazy hurtful and abusive things to me, which caused confusion and made me question what was real, what was the truth, and will anybody love me? Having my birth mother blame me for what her boyfriend and his associates did to me as if I seduced him or asked for that torture? Let me just tell you, it was shocking and it made me realize that when people say they love you, they don't. It's not true. It made me question everything. I was asked the other day, what was the hardest thing that you've been through, Sonia? And I have to say, when I think of the greatest hurt that happened to me, my heart and mind always goes to the abuse my mother did to me. I loved her. I loved her. And the things that she did to me and said to me, actually wanting me to be dead and gone from her life, and all the beatings and the abuse that she did to me, that's what I think of first. It is the most hurtful thing for me. That's the part that my brain goes to right away. And I hear that a lot from those that I work with. Because of that abusive parent, it causes major issues in the life of the child that hasn't dealt with the crud of what happened to them, especially in the decisions that we make, our discernment. Many struggle with healthy ways to process words and actions in our relationships when we've been abused or lied to. Our boundaries are all over the place and from one extreme to the other. Trustworthiness. We're not able to trust anyone or easily for sure. Or we want that relationship so bad and the love so bad that we trust the wrong people. Our confidence, oh, it's non-existent. And even our choices in a spouse can be patterned after the abusive parent. I know it's weird, but if we've never dealt with the pain of that hurt, it causes major issues in our lives. I see it all the time. We have crud and we haven't dealt with it. And then we marry someone and we bring that crud baggage into the marriage. And then we have some kids and bring that crud from the past and now the crud from the marriage into the lives of the kids as well. It keeps compounding. Do you see that? Those layers just keep building up upon one another. It's really destructive. And the cycle of abuse and unhealthy choices keep going on and on and on. That's why I say it's really important to deal with that crud. And you keep dealing with it as it comes until it doesn't cause you to respond in a way that is hurtful to yourself or others. Outside help may be necessary. A counselor or a licensed therapist can be very helpful in sorting through major abuse and violence or maybe you have issues with anxiety or depression. Because of those unhealthy relationships from when we were a kid, a licensed therapist, a counselor can be really beneficial. And that's the thing I tell people I work with. Back then, I didn't have a say because I was just a kid. The adults in my life could do whatever they wanted, but now I am the adult and I have choices. I get to choose what kind of human being I'm going to be. But I need to remind you guys, I've worked hard on that. I've worked hard to get here. And people see that by the way that I live. I'm not out hurting myself or others. I'm not making crazy life choices and doing things that hurt my family or my spouse. When people reach out to me, they're struggling with some kind of crud. Sometimes they don't even know that it's crud from the past that's messing up their life right now. And then others, they don't know how to deal with it. But they know I've done that and can probably help them. So they call me. If I had never worked through my crud, I could never do what I do. Do you see that? I think that's why people like working with a life coach like what I do and getting that biblical counsel and those healthy steps to work through their crud because they find it to be a great resource. And actually, it can be truly beneficial for someone who's done that. Number four, a personal relationship with a living God is what I have in Jesus Christ. He changed my heart and my mind and taught me a new way to think and live. 
it wasn't that everything was suddenly perfect and easy. Oh my goodness, people. I hate when people say that. Well, you're a Christian. You think it's all easy. Mm. What Jesus did offer me was forgiveness and grace and mercy and peace. He loved me, the real me. Not when I was cleaned up and doing good. He loved me when I was dirty and choosing to sin. This lady wanted what I had. You can have it too. You have to choose it for yourself. If you want a relationship with Jesus Christ, all you have to do is ask. You admit Jesus is the son of God and that you're a sinner. And you ask Jesus to come into your life and forgive you of your sin. In faith, you turn from that sin and you place your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. What about if you used to be closer to God, but lately you've been living away in a way that's hurting yourself and taking you away from God? I hear from a lot of people that are have walked away from the Lord. I would say to you, what are you waiting for? Have you been hurt? Are you angry with God? Sometimes if we're living in sin, Satan whispers in our ear, it's too late. He knows what you've done. He'll never take you back. I would say, do not believe the one who wants you dead. Satan's not for you. Don't believe him. It's never too late. As long as you're breathing, it's never too late to ask Jesus to forgive you and to help you have that relationship and life that God has always planned for you. It's never too late if you're breathing. You can do it right now. Do it now. That's what I'm saying. Do it now. I can't imagine coming face to face with my worst mistake. Can you? The shame, the fear, the guilt, the anger, the hurt. Can you imagine? I I just can't imagine that. But let me just tell you, Satan wants you to stay stuck in that hurt and you don't have to do it. Jesus has a plan and a purpose for your life and he knows everything about you and he still chooses to love us. Can you believe that? Please don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and leave your comments. You guys, it's always encouraging to me when you guys send me comments about what God is revealing to you through the podcast. I love that. Words of affirmation are my love language. If you'd like more information on crud coaching sessions, that's what I do. Go to sonyabrunner.com for more information and pricing. If you're interested in sponsoring this podcast, message me for details. And for those of you that have sponsored the podcast and continue to do that, thank you, thank you. I'm Sonya Bruner, and this is Crud Talk. See you next time.